1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.
2: This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight starting.
1: 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. All right, Game 5 is here Thursday night at Scotiabank Arena, presented by Botano and Skip. It's the Thursday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga and Jay Rosa with you. And Rosie, watching last night's two games in the Stanley Cup playoffs, I just hope that Florida-Boston series goes as long as possible. I'm just saying that because I like hockey. That's it.
0: That was a wild game. Um, yeah, we're watching intently because the winner of our series goes on to I never said that. Play never one said of that. play one of those teams. But how about Marchand in like the lat like how about that setup? They have a D-zone face-off. He gets the puck on a breakaway three. 2-1 gets the shot off with 0.5 left. If he buries that in Boston to win this series, like how big of a setup was that? And he freaking missed and they missed the game too, man. I have a feeling their, their irises are puckered up a little bit, but uh, we'll see what they're made of. It just shows to show that the playoffs are no joke. It's a brand new season. And I mean, first seeds are getting knocked off all kinds of times. And it's just, there's no guarantees, man. But uh, it's interesting to watch since, you know, hopefully we are the ones that can find a way to move on and play the winner of that series.
1: Again, this is a Boston team coming off a historical, and I mean historical, regular season, and now they've been pushed to a game six by the Florida Panthers who had to scratch and claw just to get into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Matthew Kachuk, dude, like, the guy's an all-time gamer. I love the comments post-game by Paul Maurice. If you're looking for a quote in this league and you're looking for somebody with impact and sentiment, it's Paul Maurice. Like, he he just, he's such a vivid speaker, and just the way he spoke about Matthew Kachuk after that game It sounded like he was talking about his own kid. It was hilarious.
0: Yeah, it was a big-time stroke off. But, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Maurice, he he just seems like the kind of guy that – that you want to play for and go through a wall for and he's been a coach for so long he knows what he's doing he's kind of one of those one of those good guys that uh you know he's not a pushover he's not a super players coach but he's he's a guy that their coaches that the team's gonna play so hard for and got a reputation for and it kind of showed off through that uh through that interview but I mean how could you not like to chuck the guy is a gamer man he just shows up goes so hard and comes through in the clutch and a guy that you'd want on any team that's for sure
1: Drags his team through the fight, and so far we're seeing that from a bunch of Maple Leafs, namely Austin Matthews and especially and specifically Ryan O'Reilly. Speaking of which, one of his former teammates coming up in ten minutes from now—the little brother of Luke Shen, 2019 Stanley Cup champion, Braden Shen—is going to drop by in ten. Uh, but first, I got to tell you to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review wherever you're checking us out at the Leafs Nation 401 on YouTube. If you're watching right now and you're not subscribed, I don't know what you're doing at the Leafs Nation 401. Additionally, we're available wherever you find your podcasts. And don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest on all things Toronto Maple Leafs. Thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns, a lot dropping in the chat already. A lot of smoke towards Boston, which we love to see here on this podcast, and also the Florida Panthers. And getting set, pumped up, people are looking to slay that dragon tonight. But what do you think Braden Shen's going to bring to the table today?
0: Yeah, his experience, I think he knows uh, a couple of guys on that roster pretty intimately, I would imagine. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, just going through the playoffs, if you win a Stanley Cup the way he has, I want to find out, you know, what the difference is between those elimination games. And obviously, you got to win four of them to get to the ultimate prize. And and he's done just that. So his perspective will be good. And uh, I imagine he'll
1: stroke off big brother a little bit too. Killer instinct. You can't go wrong with that. And we look forward to having Braden Chen on the program in about 10 or so, maybe even less than that. But for now, let's get over the boards. All right, some lineup notes since we last spoke yesterday. And uh, we're on the right side of this conversation, by the way. No Michael Bunting, which is the right call. Um, I think you go with the roster that has won three in a row, but they did tinker a bit with the lines uh, you see on your screen. It's going to be a bit different. I think Matthew Nyes is going to be in the top six. So I guess we're seeing why Sheldon Keith tinkered and threw the lines in the blender so much down the stretch. Hey Rosie.
0: Yeah, I don't even look at the lines before games anymore. I don't really <laughs> care. We've seen them all and it doesn't really mean anything and not one particular um, you know, setup has worked for any line or any player or or Sheldon Keefe. So I, I really just don't even look at it. You know, they're going to go out there with, I want to know who's in the lineup, who's not. And throughout the game, it's rare that the lines stay exactly the same anyways. So uh, go with the guys that are hot. And yeah, like you say, they've been mixing it up so much all season long that you know that Nylander can play with, this guy and Johnny T can center that crew and he can go to the wing and O'Reilly can play in the top six or the bottom six. Like it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's just the personnel going out there and, and doing their things with their line mates. So yeah, like I said, I don't even pay attention anymore.
1: Well, if you are run- wondering, this is what it looked like yesterday. Arncoke, Matthews, Kneelander, Nice, Tavares, Marner, Kerfoot, O'Reilly, Achari, and then the fourth line stays the same, but pretty much as speculated. Hey, what do you make of the old uh, Andre Vasilevsky thing? So we had Derek Lalonde on the show, Uh, Back, I believe, what on Monday, the head coach of the Detroit Red Wings spent four seasons with the Tampa Bay Lightning. It seems like things are getting a bit pissy and testy with his buddy there, John Cooper, who I don't know if was the biggest fan about Lalonde sharing, you know, some state secrets, if you want to call it that. But from the best of my knowledge, he didn't sign any non-disclosures. But uh, what do you make of that whole situation with John Cooper, Derek Lalonde and him talking about Vasilevsky on Hockey Night in Canada? (laughs)
0: Well, he came over to the dark side, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the guys within the game just hate that kind of shit. But I. really don't think Lalonde gave out any trade secret that couldn't be figured out on your own I mean Vasilevsky's not playing you know his Vesna winning type performance Conn Smythe winning performance this year in the playoffs so far still a good goaltender but the Leafs have been able to solve him and yeah the shots are coming from outside the tips are beating him Um, you know there's talk about his blocker side being kind of his weakness if you want to call it that but at the end of the day that's for people behind a computer like us who want to break it down and I don't think there's much of that going on in the locker room Uh, Puck's towards the net get bodies in front get sticks on get get off uh get a jump on rebounds all that shit doesn't really matter who that goaltender is and you know we sit here waiting for the game with nothing else to do so yeah we're gonna analyze that stuff so is the but uh cooper you know his his comments were true too i mean look at some of the goals scored on vasilevsky i mean traffic in front tips um they're, they're, i mean you're not, not a whole lot of guys that can do much about that either your the tip goes where your body is or it's not you can't really react to those too much so maybe positioning whatever I mean yeah Lalonde's over on the dark side of the media now and Cooper didn't like it but uh who gives a rip really the Leafs just need to keep doing what they're doing
1: I thought Vasilevsky had a great quote about uh, buying X-ray glasses um, to be able to see screenshots. I think the Toronto Maple Leafs done a great job of getting bodies in front, and I think any goalie, it's going to be difficult. I, I know it's being overplayed a bit about Vasilevsky and his struggles, and rightfully so. But I think the Leafs deserve a lot of respect. So with that in mind, what are some of the keys you're looking at tonight, Rosie? For me, one of the big things is, and I, I know it's so cliche, we talked about this yesterday with Frankie Carrado, start on time. Right, the team has scored the first goal in uh, each of the first four games is three and one so far the Leafs changing that back in game four but what are your keys to victory today
0: yeah that's the biggest thing like what team's going to show up and we've talked it's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde situation with these Maple Leafs and to be honest for the position that they're in they haven't been playing good enough you can't you can't continue to get absolutely peppered have your ozone time um, negligible compared to your D zone time, your puck possession time is I haven't even looked at these numbers, but it's just the eye test watching the game. It's just the ice yeah. is tilted. And while they're doing a pretty good job defensively and they're not getting absolutely peppered, there's just, they don't have enough jam, especially to start the games. And you want to start with the momentum. You want to start in control. You want to get the puck in their zone and control it down there, get some shots, get some chances. And of course you want to get that first goal. So, I mean, their start is absolutely huge. And to be honest with you, the last few games, they haven't, uh, they haven't done well with that so again you got to figure out what that game two start was and and bring that mentality to it forget about what type of game it is forget that it's uh, an elimination game forget the extra you know electricity in the air because everyone in Toronto knows that you could win a series there and you know that's that hasn't served them well very much in the past so you just got to stick to your routine get those pucks to the net get traffic in front of Vasilevsky and just
1: work your absolute nuts off it's uh it's an elimination game it's not going to be easy to win who does the extra day off favor um, in this scenario? I, I think it probably sides with Tampa having said that the Leafs are feeling so good about life, uh, you know, back-to-back victories. And this time of year, everybody seems to be banged up. But who does it favor in your opinion?
0: I don't think either one of them, to be honest. I mean, Tampa is uh, not pleased at the position they're in. They're probably chomping at the bit to get another crack at it. But they got to wait an extra day. Um Toronto maybe they get to you know savor it an extra day but does that uh does that hinder them or does that favor them neither nor at the end of the day it just depends what that group does within their locker room whether they got an extra day or not they need to prepare and the only thing that really matters is tonight and how they show up and, and their mindset when they step on that ice for the first shift and and how every line that goes out for their first shift how they can handle that and and bring the momentum in their favor and start properly right
1: Yeah, because I think it's way different in this scenario. More times than not, I would be like, yeah, it favors one team or another. But I think from the Maple Leafs' perspective, it's not like they can be overly happy about the way they've played, right? They're up 3-1 in the series, and that's the best part of this conversation. But to me, it's the cherry on top that they're up 3-1 in the series and have yet to play their best game outside of game number two of this series, right? So I think we're looking for that response. We're looking for that complete package type game, and if they do that, they just need one out of the next three, and hopefully it's tonight. Again, you don't want to get to a six or seven, but I think that's the positive optimistic outlook I'm looking at is that they've yet to play arguably their best game in the series, right?
0: Yeah, and yeah, that maybe that extra day favors that. They get an extra day to, you know, go over what's happened. What, what have we done? What does this look like to not start our best? And it's kind of odd for a team to be in that position, uh, you know, up 3-1, and then, um, you know not really talking highly of your play right but uh Mm -hmm. at the end of the day i think that's a good thing it's better than getting too high on your horse and thinking that uh, this thing's finished and i think they're smart enough in that room to have their heads anywhere near that thought so this is going to be a really tough game to win and if they have another game where they're not totally playing their best they're just going to lose it plain and simple
1: we saw Alex Kerfoot step up massively uh, last game scoring the OT winner. He hasn't really been around all series long. Are there a couple other guys that you have in mind to say, hey, we need that big time play? Because, you know, the, the the unique thing about this Leafs team this year is they have insane amounts of depth. It even goes back to training camp where Wayne Simmons says, uh, said pretty much this is the deepest forward crop he's ever played with and played on. And so I think with that in mind, I think you look at a series like this one these guys can be difference makers, right? You look at Nola Chari, a couple goals, and also a guy like Alex Kerfoot stepped up.
0: Yeah. And I mean, stepped up. Well, I mean, you get your stick on a puck and you're there at the right time. Okay. It's a split second thing that goes your way. It's not like, Oh, he's here. He's taking the reins or any of that shit. That's just over pumping something that happened. But at the end of the day, you got to have the personnel that when that opportunity comes, they're capable of, of making the right play and, and getting it done. And, And that's what Kerfoot did and credit to him. And he needs to keep going. I'd like to see Mitch Marner kind of take control of a game, you know, where you, where you see him, he's just on fire. He's just getting so many shots, so many opportunities, swarming that net. He's burying the big goals and he just won't stop. I want to see him with his foot on the pedal tonight. Um, Austin Matthews, um again everyone that's that's had a good game and their numbers are good it just hasn't been at the start of the game I want someone to step up at the start it seems like they're always playing catch up this series and uh you know it's worked out for them for whatever reason but uh it's not going to continue I don't think like I said this is a game that's going to be tough to win and you're going to have to start good be on your game control the momentum you know fluster that team over there in the Tampa Bay Lightning and uh not let them you know do their game plan out there because they're going to be throwing the kitchen sink at you they're going to be desperate they know what's on the line and if you're not there with all with all cylinders fire and you're just you're not going to win a, an elimination game
1: weather the early storm there's no doubt about that and maple east nation is prepped and ready for game five tonight brought to you by our new friends over at skip we're happy to tell you about mitch's dishes by skip using the promo code tln15 and the skip the dishes app you get 15 dollars off when you spend 30 dollars or more on mitch's dishes Please note this offer is exclusive to Skip. Additionally, a portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Marner Assist Fund to combat food insecurity. Skip is currently serving up game time meets across the GTA and Ontario in the likes of Brampton, Guelph Kitchener, Toronto, Oshawa, and Waterloo, among other great places. If Mitch likes it, it's got to be great.
2: Did somebody say Skip?
1: We got to get you in a commercial with Katy Perry, by the way. But let's bring in our guest, Rosie. You do the honors, bud. The miniature human eraser himself, Bredo
0: Shen, is he with us right now, or is he probably just on the 10th tee box right now, quickly throwing in an interview here? That's Nobody's tomorrow, out.
2: Dozer. That's tomorrow.
0: That a boy. <laughs> Good to see. Good to see. Bredo, thanks for joining us. What are you thinking about your big brother kind of leading the charge and, uh, you know, really being a part of this little uh, series they got going on? They're leading it right now. It's exciting times. Tell us about it
2: yeah um you know it's a good series thing is it's like crazy games too right it's just not boring hockey by any means you got guys fighting each other and uh big comebacks and uh i know it's been one of the best series so far um maybe that's biased because luke's on the ice or whatever but uh i know just enjoying it and and um you know it's been a good series and um you know hopefully they can close it up tonight
1: Braden, uh, thank you so much for joining us. You have much better internet than your brother, by the way, although the second time he was much better, but we did it on Zoom. Uh, is Luke playing the best hockey of his career right now? Like, he's been so impressive the last couple games and pretty much ever since joining the Leafs. I mean, to call it best hockey of your career, no,
2: but I think he's in a better spot than he was, you know, five, six years ago. Um, you know, if you look back on where he was, driving back and forth between San Diego and, and Anaheim there, wondering... Uh, you know, if he was going to keep, uh, you know, playing hockey and, and, you know, the story's been out or whatever. And, um, you know, Adam Oates is obviously a guy that really helped discover or, or reinvent the wheel for him. And, um, you know, just kind of, he's always, a, uh, I guess, a, a simple player, um, you know, plays hard. Um, I think he's really, um, you know, handles the puck better now and, and make better plays. And um, he's always obviously had the element of, of being physical and, you um, you know, sticking up for teammates, and, and I think that's what the Leafs obviously need. Uh, you know, they got up, brought in a bunch of guys that are that are willing to do that, and, and uh, they knew it was going to be a tough, hard series, and, um, you know, I'm glad to see them playing well.
0: Brayden being a Stanley Cup champion yourself I mean elimination game tonight you got to win four of those to win the cup you've done that against you know more and more difficult teams as you go down the road here but what's the difference in a game where you know you can close a team out and the team on the other side there is uh you know got their back against their wall and, and the season's on the line yeah it's hard it's hard to even look at
2: the game last night right with uh with Florida not going away um you know against Boston and um, you know guys don't want their seasons to be over they don't want to be doing uh, kind of what, what i am be doing right now anyways and that's from watching from the outside and on your couch and stuff like that so um, yeah obviously I think even the, the- the Leafs probably have it more, just with the pressure and expectations of you know how many years of being uh, not winning a first round series, and, and they're in the driver's seat right now, and and up three one. So, like I said, hopefully they can close it out, but you know that's a team over there that knows how to win uh, clearly, and and uh, got one of the best goalies in the in the world, if not the best goalie. So, um, it's gonna you know, take everyone's a game, and and um, you know that's what you need to win it's, it's going to be it's going to be tough they got guys that uh, know how to get the job done in, in closing games and stuff like that so looking forward to, to see uh, you know what kind of team comes out tonight
1: so obviously the last couple of days braden uh, rosie and i have been talking about killer instinct and belief you know even looking back to 2019 that story and that journey for your st louis blues team was uh, absolutely epic as we know from where you were maybe at christmas time to where you finished off belief like when did you guys start to believe when did you individually start to believe that your team had a chance to go all the way that year here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig
2: I think ours started, like, earlier. Um, you know, it's, I'm not talking around Christmas time when we're in the worst team in the league, but you just start to catch momentum. I think we had, like, an 11-game win streak, and you're beating everyone, beating good teams. Um, and at that point, you feel like you got something. It's kind of caught lightning in a bottle, and we got a close team, and guys are uh, excited to play for each other every single night. And, and um, you know, going into the playoffs, you know, we had dinner there. It was unbelievable for us in, in Winnipeg. And then Game 7 in Dallas, that one obviously or against Dallas, that one could have gone either way. And, um, you know, even when you get to the cup finals, you, you have to win game seven in TD Garden. It's obviously a tough task, and uh, we are able to do it. But it's obviously, it's, it's the best time of, uh, to be a hockey player. Uh, you know, whether that's junior hockey or midget AAA or NHL, it's it's playoffs, and that's what you want to play for uh, every single year as a championship.
0: Braden uh in addition to this Leafs roster obviously uh Ryan O'Reilly you know him intimately with the cup run that you guys went on in the championship you run with him at the helm there but uh you know for a guy who can win a a Frank Selke award and as the best defensive forward he's a captain of a team and then wins a Conn Smythe on top of it bring your perspective on what that guy brings to a locker room in a playoff run like this
2: yeah um I mean, I touch, touch off the ice anyways. Off the ice, he's it's funny. Like, he's a guy that can be, like, super serious and put his headphones in and dial it in before a game. Or if you get him, like, after the game having a beer or, um, you know, uh, between games, day off between games, he's, ton of, he's tons of fun to be around. And then um, as well as he holds guys accountable. Uh he's not afraid to say things when when things need to be said. Um obviously that comes with learning over his years and a guy that's always played a thousand games and kind of done what he done, um, you know, he was uh he was an honor to play with for sure. Um and then on the ice, you see what he does. Like he, he can play anywhere in your lineup, you can play anywhere pretty much on your power play, whether that's bumper, net front or half wall, um, PK, big face offs. Um, you know, and he's one of those guys too, not physically, but he dra- he drags you into the fight. You know, he drags you into the fight, into the battles. Um, you know, kind of forces you to kind of play a hard game with them. Uh, and you see, you know, with him a Chari and stuff like that, they're doing that right now and getting rewarded.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you as well about Cookie Nola Chari. Um, you know, I said at the time, I, I love the factor, man. I love the pickup. He he's been incredible for this team. But I thought like the hidden gem of that deal was Noel Achari, just sort of the physical nature, the pugnacity. He's got two goals in the series. Like he seems like he brings the intangibles to the table. And again, you've been part of a team that has won a Stanley Cup. How bad do you need guys like Nola on your team?
2: I mean, just playing against him in
1: Boston when he was there, he's just like, he's, he's, not, I mean, he's
2: thick and he's physical and he's hard to play against. And then playing him with this year, he's just like, great guy, quiet, goes about his business. Solid team guy, can never tell if he had a, a good game or a bad game. He's just kind of the, the same type of dude that in the locker room and, um, you know, that on the ice, he just hits everyone in sight, blocks shots, he does little things, wins his battles, good on the wall that, you know, little things that you need to uh, to go deep in the playoffs and win. And, um, you know, guys like that uh, are special to play with and you
0: always want guys like that on your team.
1: And to wrap, I always like, to super- versus Go ahead, go ahead, Rosie. No, go ahead.
0: No, I was going to, I just, I, we were talking about your big brother so much, it's, uh, I feel like a bad host here, we got to talk about the index, what kind of rounds you putting out there, you're putting up some numbers, draining any putts, Braden, I mean, what's going on? Uh
2: doze train, my uh, my game's not where it needs to be right now, so, uh, <laughs> played, not too many, got a little one now, but I've played four or five rounds, I uh, went up with a few guys, went to, uh, just outside of Nashville, golfed a few times, golfed a couple times in St. Louis, and. Uh, playing here a couple times. So uh, I'm in Florida right now. So hang out and, uh, yeah, the keeps the, the not It's not the Doze Trains game. I know that. He's not going up and down from yeah. everywhere around the greens.
0: <laughs> you got silky hey, hits Nick, like you do with your hockey gloves. I don't onto. know. I've hey, Nick, that. you
2: probably don't know this. You pr- Nick, you probably don't know this, but those are lived on my couch always before in Philadelphia training camp. And uh-huh. he used to, families to stay home and while training camp was going on, he used to live with me, hang out. We used to, I don't even know, we used to like watch U.S. Open tennis at night. We'd golf every day. And then he would just eat chipotle for about, I don't even know, 21 days straight. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Never got sick of it. But yeah, there me and Doug used to look together for chipotle runs. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey. we had a good
1: time back in the day. It reminds me, we were in Edmonton a month ago, and this guy had to go to a fucking subway. I don't know why, but we found a subway because we had to be at the bar at 9.15 Edmonton time when I was like, let's go at 11. Let's go for a nice dinner. So this checks out for sure. It does.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Small town kid, eh? Oh, God. Hey, is
0: Kelsey going to make an appearance? Is she <laughs> oh, back there? Is she, hi, is she saying hi? Yeah, no, to, uh, she's,
2: she's at the pool. I don't even know if she knows the Leafs are in the playoffs right now. She's probably about the only person in <laughs> North America that hasn't been, been watching the series. But, um, no, she's rooting for Luke, obviously. And, and uh, you know, just as a family, you know how hard it is to win. And uh, I think even on top of the magnitude of what the Leafs have on them right now, um, you know, they got a good team. It's hard to win. That East is—it's anyone's ball game right now. Uh, that can go to the Cup final. So, um, like I said, hopefully Tampa can close it out tonight. And or sorry, Tampa, the Leafs can close it out tonight I don't think and, so. uh, and beat Tampa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, no, I think it's, you know. it's going to be a good game. Game fives are tough, and especially when uh, the series is on the line.
1: We have the shens covered on this show, but unfortunately, Rosie's favorite player on the Maple Leafs is Ryan O'Reilly. We're going to have to tell you off the air why that is the case. Unless Rosie wants to see it right now. He no, knows no, no, why. no. don't really... knows why. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no actually
2: funny back in the day. Yeah, I think he posted it too, right? He, he, uh, oh my God. Time uh, <laughs> to stick for you guys.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He signed a stick for my kid and was ripping my shitty hands on my kid's thing, just totally ruined the experience <laughs> for both of us.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but no. Honestly, it's it's watching well, Leaf is, uh, you know, I think just because you maybe you played with O'Reilly and the and you definitely wish they were still in St. Louis Blues right now, but. Adding Luke, obviously, there's a lot of guys to watch. And uh, Mitchie Martner was my roommate at World Championships one time, so I know him a little bit and, and had fun with him. I think nice. he was 19 at the time. So, you know, some guys along the way. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously, if there's one team to root for, it's it's the least because uh, big bros on it.
1: We love it, Braden. Love it. Jump aboard, man. We got plenty of room on the bandwagon. Appreciate your time today. We'll talk soon. You're a gem.
2: Sounds good, guys. Thanks. And, uh,
0: yeah, we'll chat soon. See you, Bredo. Thanks, buddy. See you, boys.
1: I love that threw you under the. just threw you under the bus, man. There you go.
0: Nothing wrong with Chipotle. Although it's,
1: it's got it. it's no, got all the no.
0: nutrients you yeah. need.
1: <laughs> Is that your favorite go-to spot, Chipotle?
0: It's not even close, man. It's so fucking good when that sour cream and that green hot sauce and it's the <laughs> best. I I was, uh, it was more than once a day quite a bit and it was right down yeah. the street and I was bacheloring it. So pretty easy, pretty easy decision.
1: Yeah, Pre-game I still have vivid memories of. Yeah, I don't doubt it for a second. Uh, I, I still have vivid memories of our date to a uh, subway there. Not to give uh, Subway too much exposure on this show, but you, you, you had you had to get the subway. <laughs> Do you remember going into that subway? How they had the doors locked, and we had to get them to unlock them for us.
0: Yeah, because we looked homeless, I think. But uh, that was after a good day shift. We already had went home for a nap, and we're heading back out.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what happens sometimes when you and I get together. Anyways, the Botano wrap up is presented by Botano.ca. The game starts now. Nineteen plus. Please play responsibly. And so, unfortunately, Rosie, uh, you didn't hit yesterday, but you were on the ball, man. It was one nothing in that game. Allmark made some great saves. Bobrovsky made some saves. Uh, we had the over one and a half in the first period, didn't hit. So I'm going to start. try to start a new streak tonight. And again, I'm playing with fire because the over has just gone far and above everything so far through the first four games of this series. But I'm hoping things stay in course with last season where things really tightened up in game five, game six, game seven. Hopefully it's only game five tonight. But I could see a scenario where Vasilevsky shows up, Samsonov shows up, and we see like a squeaker 3-2-2-1 type game.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think it could be a 3-2 final pretty easily. Uh, These elimination games teams are going to play smart and tight and every little opportunity and every little loose puck is going to be, you know, paramount. And I think guys are going to be going full tilt and they'll be tightening things up a little bit. So that line's uh, decently high too, six and a half. I think it could be nice to, uh, you know, maybe even a 4-2 win empty net or that kind of thing. So, Mm -hmm. I don't mind it. In minus 102, you're getting some value out of it as well. So, yeah, I don't know. My play was uh, hitting like crazy. And, of course, when I go live on the show, it uh, it's a one-nothing yeah. period. These things happen. But don't forget about that play either, guys. It has been hot.
1: Yeah, I was talking to a buddy last night where through the first four games of every first round, I'm just on complete fire and then it goes to shit. And that's exactly what happened last night. I missed on both. I had Boston in regulation. I had Colorado puck line. I had puck lines everywhere and they just all went this shit. But it happens when it comes to the world of betting. Let's get to the chat. Colin writes in a goal from camp would be sweet. Man, in a perfect world, that fourth line, just to score another goal at some point in this series I think puts this team over the top. We talked about it going into the series, right? Depth players... The power play, I would say check for the power play so far. They've done their job. It's that extra one or two goals that honestly can put a team over uh, over the top in a series, no?
0: Yeah, and that David Camp. I mean, he was chipping in on big games and big yeah. goals down the stretch there. And it's it's not every night, and you're not calling for him to do it all the time. But what, uh, what it is is that one little slippery play where they happen to be on the ice and catch a team at the end of their shift or whatever and get the puck to the net and get some traffic or get a tip on one. And one of those big goals from a guy like him would be fantastic. I'm also looking for Matthew Nye to maybe get his first one. I think that would be a, a huge time to do it in Toronto in an elimination game. Uh, he's been buzzing and playing with those big boys on his, uh, on his wings there pretty neat. So, yeah, a few storylines here. But at the end of the day, it's got to be a collective effort where they all have the same mindset, mentality, and confidence. And they go into this game guns a blazing and just shut mm-hmm. the door on this goddamn team once and for all. And that's what they got to be thinking here right now going into tonight.
1: A stew point by Michael Samsonov, 19 3 3 with a 1.9 GA at home this season. Remember all season we talked about the home record wow. for Ilya Samsonov? Now's the time, is like I think, to flex your muscles. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's impressive. Yeah. Good number to have. It's it's different in the playoffs. I really think it's different, but whatever it, it is. is, it's nice. It's yeah. better than the alternative uh stat line if it was the reverse. So yeah, lots of yeah. things to be happy about. But again, they 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 just it's almost like a good thing they haven't played their best hockey. And they're, they're in this position because they're due to play their best hockey. And if they do, I think they're going to take this game and take this series. But uh, it's going to take nothing less than that.
1: Producer Alex had a poll up. Would you play bunting? Uh, unsurprisingly, 87% said no. 12% said yes, I get it. We'll see no bunting shit. at some point in time. And it's funny, like Frankie Carrado nailed it yesterday. He said Sheldon Keefe would have that chat said, you know, you're important to this team, but we need you to sit. That's your sacrifice right now. And that's essentially what they said through the media yesterday. And we all got it, right?
0: Yeah, they did the right thing. I don't know the right thing. They did what we thought they were going to do, what we hoped they would do. And uh, I wasn't sure if they were going to do it, to be honest. I Yeah, again, I hoped they would do it. I wasn't sure if they would. And it was nice to see they did. I think it's the right call. It makes complete sense. And like we've talked about, some of the lineup decisions haven't made total sense to some people but again we're not the one at the helm of that game and uh or of that team so you know you just sit back and make your predictions and whether they come true or not it's not it's pretty all, all you can do really but to have him sit out makes total sense I thought the numbers of people thinking he should go back in would be a little higher but uh it looks like the consensus was we got to keep the lineup the
1: same and you know he'll obviously get back in there as the as if the games keep rolling on. And feeling optimistic and positive for Game 5 tonight. Again, if you haven't subscribed, you're watching right now. Pound that like button first and foremost. We've got like a billion people watching, only like 30 likes. So pound that like button for the Leafs for a Game 5 victory. And if you're not subscribed, at the Leafs Nation 401, at the Leafs Nation 401, where you could subscribe here on YouTube. Least Morning Take, where you can search the show wherever you find your podcasts. And Rosie, you won't be with us tomorrow, but 3 Hits with Rosie, it's going to be a winning 3 Hits with Rosie tomorrow, right?
0: oh i'm gonna be honest we're going up for a tournament and we're gonna be in the mountains and i'm gonna be listening on sirius xm during the drive and if they win i uh i'm gonna put together three hits and maybe be a couple of drinky poos deep there so pay attention for that i hope i'm in a good good mood that would be ideal fuck it'd be nice to get the monkey off the back tonight and move on shed all that bs get it behind you and focus on uh, the next round with a little bit of rest too is, is exactly what that team's looking for. But
1: man, I'm excited. Yeah, let's get after it. So Rosie will be back at the helm on Monday. But again, three hits with Rosie is coming up tomorrow. Thanks to Braden Shen, St. Louis Blues for 2019 Stanley Cup champion for dropping by, talking about little brother or bigger brother Luke for a bit here on the show. Always appreciative of the Shen's time, plural, throughout the season For producer Alex and Jay Rosell, I'm Nick Alberga. Thanks so much for listening and watching. Go Leafs, go! General Hospital, baby.
2: Planning for your next trip?